Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to this very special Comic Book Nation bonus episode. As you can see in the graphic in the background, we are celebrating the release of Marvel's Spider-Man 2 by getting into our own debate of what the top five Marvel video games of all time are. Joining me today in CB Studios is comic book gaming expert, Mr. Logan Moore. Hello. I'm here to pass judgment from the gaming side of things. and We fear no gamers over here. And uh, my good buddy and co-host, Mr. Matthew Aguilar, is also calling in to join, calling in to join us for this, what is going to be a heated debate. What's going on, Matt? What's up? Uh, my picks are already getting flamed, and I haven't even revealed them yet. I know. I mean, <laughs> I, we, we know you are going to be the X Factor that's going to have us probably all screaming on what? And getting us yelled at. I mean, we all potentially have. This is gaming, so we can all get flamed on our takes. So you know, easy. Uh, that, yeah, very easy. So uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this without any further ado. Um, just some program notes. First of all, if you guys are joining us for this Marvel video game bonus episode, I assume you are interested in games. So be sure to check out all our coverage of Marvel's Spider-Man Two including Logan and some of our friends all sitting down for a lengthy discussion about every spoiler in the game, the story, the bonuses and the features you unlock and all the implications of what this game is and what it might mean for the future of Spider-Man games. We're gonna be doing that and dropping that about the same time as this episode. So subscribe to Comic Book Nation. That's comic book all one word, dash nation on your favorite podcast platforms and on our YouTube page so you don't miss any of our Spider-Man 2 coverage. All right, that's my company preamble. This is a bonus episode. Without any further ado, let's get into it. We are gonna start with our number five picks and we will go around and basically do everybody's number five, then four, then three, and you know, obviously till we get to the top. So, uh, I don't think we have any set ways to do this unless uh, producer Rich tells me different. So, I think we can start. Logan, you're the guest guest host today and the gaming expert. So, wow, everybody, with your expertise in your first pick. Oh, wait, no wait. Pressure. I'm sorry. One more program note. I did have to, have to say, uh, Matt and I have not been able to play Spider-Man 2 yet. Like, yes, we're not, so, that is not on my so list. So, that's not yes. on our list. You have been able to play it, so it is, <laughs> this is, it is a viable it is a viable pick for your list. So do not flame us because we are releasing this. If you hear it later, we released it on the day on the first weekend of Spider-Man 2's release. Okay. So we have not gotten to that game yet. So we are just yes, looking at the Marvel gaming sphere before this obvious <laughs> contender came out for the top spot. So don't say you didn't say Spider-Man 2, you're idiots. Like we're doing this for Spider-Man 2. So we don't have it. All right, Logan, back to you, and please hit us. What was your number five pick for best Marvel video game of all time? I feel like my five spot was harder to pick than like my top three spots. Like there was a lot vying in the honorable mention area for what could go in the final position here. I went with 
Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the original Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. There's, there's obviously two games that have come after it. I've actually been playing through Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 throughout the course of this year very slowly. I know I'm a couple of years behind on that one. I still think the original one is the best, though, because it really kind of encompasses like so many that game is chock full of just a lot of different random characters in the marvel universe like i remember playing that game when i was i don't know i probably would have been 12 or 13 at the time i know i'm dating myself compared to everybody else here perhaps um but that game introduced me to a lot of characters that i wasn't like familiar with at the time i know there's like an early boss fight against fin fang foom which is just yeah out of nowhere and so there was a lot of really cool things like that obviously the roster in the game is fantastic it's super extensive you gotta rock spidey though and maximize the web bullets that you've got there um i i think i think that is the best ultimate alliance game like i said i know they've come out with two others three is pretty good from what i've played and i i really don't remember a lot of two i know they they tried to adapt the civil war storyline and i remember thinking that that wasn't that well done with that game but they introduced some like cooler mechanics and stuff like that i still think the first game holds up the best though and they need to make it widely available on modern platforms because i know they released like a remaster of it a couple years ago and then from for licensing reasons they had to delete it off all the storefronts so now if you want to buy that game it's like kind of expensive or not super expensive but it's retained a pretty decent value considering how old it is i know it's like 20 25 bucks maybe um but I, I love that game. I, I think that game is fantastic. It's a great co-op game. It's built off of kind of the back of what they were doing there with the X-Men Legends games around the same time. Um, but games in that style, I think that is my favorite for certain. Okay, uh, Matt, uh, I'll be a good host. Matt, would you like to go with your number five pick? Oh, sure. Uh, mine is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, that is a another one that kind of like Logan alluded to with um, Ultimate Alliance, which is probably going to be a theme of my list and some of our games here, but like they're hard to play now uh, or like you just have to play the very dated game. But I think in Origins case, it still holds up pretty well. And that's because unlike the movie it is based on, <laughs> uh, it was a actually a really fun very authentic wolverine game it was brutal the combat was fun you know the the comboing and you know obviously this was not it's not arkham asylum it's not spider-man to these to these days but at the time it was really smooth they really captured kind of the you know visceral nature of wolverine uh it was it felt like they took some of those fun concepts of wolverine and the x-men and just were able to run with the ball a little bit outside of the movie uh i think at the time it it got very much at first kind of swept under the rug because it was a movie adaptation and since then movie adaptation games have become where like you don't necessarily automatically think they're trash there's actually been some really great ones at the time though that wasn't the case and so it really kind of set a benchmark for what a adaptation could be also what a wolverine game could be uh the character has been adapted many times in other games but this one was really one of the first times where like oh no i feel like wolverine um so i i give it a lot of props again i would love to see and this will be a theme of a lot of games on the list i would love to see them do a not a remaster because once you get back to a certain degree of time you need a remake it's <laughs> remaster is gonna i remember playing the ultimate alliance 
remaster and it was fun and i enjoyed it i played through a, a lot of it but you know the cracks start to show you you really want to give something a little more time uh tlc but uh x-men origins wolverine not like the movie dope game you should check it out all right that uh slides over to me then and my number five pick was marvel's guardians of the galaxy which is a much more recent release so Guardians of the Galaxy, I believe, was the kind of third big of these new kind of Marvels labeled yeah. video games. It was Spider-Man, then Avengers, then mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the most recent. Um, I didn't catch this when it first came out. There was such, and I remember it came out, there was such this weird muddle of like reviews and reactions to Guardians yes. of the Galaxy that it made me kind of like, it put me off. It was skeptical and it was coming after the same kind of divisive stuff with marvel's avengers and so i was like oh okay well i I guess not people were really upset that you could only play a star lord i remember that was like the initial reveal thing that people were upset about like you you won't let me play as groot or rocket or anybody else here like yeah and people were mad and that was a hyper specific mad thing but then you know recently playstation really discounted the game and gave Mm -hmm. it like this second wave push at like 20 25 or something like that and i heard that i was like okay well that's less of an investment to check out and um, it turns out I, I really enjoyed it. It's Guardians of the Galaxy is this property that like nobody knew about. Like I covered phase one. I was doing this career during phase one. Nobody knew when that came, came out, but it obviously came out and established one of the best, most iconic Marvel Cinematic Universe brands under James Gunn. But since then, it's been kind of curious to see if anybody can really do anything with the Guardians beyond the Gunverse vision of it. So many comics keep now trying to ape that whole thing and do it. And it doesn't necessarily work, but this game is probably the most successful adaptation of Guardians since Gunn started making the movies. Um, And so like, yeah, it's successful in selling you on these characters and it's fun. It's kind of just a fun game. The characters are fun. It nails the key thing is their kind of oddball family dynamic, the dialogue, Mm -hmm. the recordings, the conversations they have, the conversational choices you can make are almost as fun as playing the actual game itself. And there are definite problems with Guardians of the Galaxy. The gameplay gets a little wonky, like targeting, trying to control this whole group of characters can get a little wonky. Uh, some of the kind of AI with your characters is really bad. I'm like, you do, Groot, you should not be dying right now. Like <laughs> me having to come get you up is a pain in the butt. But it's fun overall in like when you do the team up where they get around the Walkman and you have to pick how to do an inspiring speech and all that. You feel it does what these games are primarily supposed to do is make you feel like these characters in a fun and and kind of immersive way. And I believe that this game does more for the Guardians and their world and showing you like what space they occupy in Marvel than than even Guns films, which can still feel very closed and bottled and small. So great game. I played it with my son. He's loved it. And he just loved watching me play and hearing the kind of movie, the mix of movie and gameplay style that it kind of walks. So I think it was underrated and kind of, you know, over-criticized. But it turns out Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the better and just visually and just artistically constructed Marvel games I've seen. So Fantastic that's my number game. five. Yeah. That's over. Back over to Logan. Now we're getting into the four picks. Number four. Uh, this is one I'll be curious to see if it's on either of your guys' lists. Um, but in my four spot, I went with The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which was ah. an open world 
Hulk game back in, I think like 2005 or 2006, where you just run around a city and smash everything and increasing waves. It, this really, this game came about in the wake of, you know, GTA 3 becoming really big and kind of setting the standard for what open world games could do. And obviously there's like a story and there's mission structure in this game. But for the most part, if you just want to boot this up and run around a city and destroy everything in sight as Hulk, you can absolutely do that. And they will send increasing waves of military after you until you eventually die or whatever. Um, and I put in so much time into this game just doing that. Like, I don't know if I ever beat this game, but the amount of times that I would boot this game up just to destroy and smash everything in sight was numerous. Um, this is really the best Hulk game ever made, in my opinion. Really, there's nothing else uh, that contends. They haven't really done any other Hulk video games, um, which is wild to me because it's just this this game, I think, still holds up in so many ways. Um, and in fact, what I think is really interesting about this game, too, is it was developed by the same team that went on to make the prototype games, if you guys are familiar with those. Oh, so I this is this is all the same studio. So if you've ever kind of wondered why there's this, this is really like the thing that spawned the prototype series, because those games are obviously so similar with one another. Um, and there's just a lot of, like I said, cool, cool, different moves you can use in this game. You can pick up cars, you can create metal fists with them and stuff like that. You can run up the sides of buildings. You can jump extremely high in the air across the city. Like it, it gives you all of the abilities of Hulk that you would expect to have in a Hulk video game. Um, and it doesn't feel limited in any manner. Um, and I, I think it's really, again, I think it's super impressive that this game is like almost 20 years old at this point, And this is still the go-to Incredible Hulk game in my mind. If, you, if, you, if you've not played it before, I absolutely recommend that you look it up or you try to get a hold of it. Again, I'm sure it's probably like expensive uh, because there's been no remasters or remakes or anything like that with it. Um, but th this game is awesome. I, I adore this game. Yeah, this and that. Weirdly enough, I, I enjoyed even that Hulk one based on the movie that came out like a couple years before this mm. one. And this one, these two were kind of got lost in the mix for me because they were so close together in terms mm -hmm. of like gear. But yeah, this was like the early precursor of Ultimate Destruction is that early precursor to like Spider-Man and all these games we're talking about where it captured like making you that character and just letting you kind of run wild with it mm -hmm. so yeah i think there was pick. an incredible hulk game based on the movie as well but i never played yeah, that was, one there so this was 2006 there was a video game called hulk which was based on the movie and was the angry movie yeah, yeah a lot like this which was kind of more open world and like just kind of mm -hmm. doing that whole thing and then there was an incredible hulk game boy advance one that also came out which was based on the comic books around the same time so yeah, they were banking on Hulk being Marvel's big video game icon, like in the early 2000s. So, which understandably, I mean, you just throw in some rampage dynamics with a with a Hulk. Yeah, and, man, there's untapped yeah. potential. Like yeah. they could absolutely do a Hulk game nowadays, and it could just honestly be a modernized version of some of these older games. I would, and it call would be it Hulks and put on a whole bunch of them. Put in Joe Fixit, put in Red She Hulk, Red Hulk, yeah, She Hulk. But I'm just putting everybody. Yes, and just let them go to town on the town. Um, all right, Matt, what's your number four pick? Mine is uh, an oldie but a goodie, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, I say Marvel vs. Capcom 2 because it is the one that, I. while I played the other ones, this one was on the Dreamcast, my favorite console of all time. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going to have a little predisposed love uh, for this one. But there was, I mean, I'm already a huge fan of Capcom's fighting franchises. Um, Street Fighter is one of my favorite games. So to not just be able to pair 
that with the Marvel Universe, but also, you know, they did such a great job of like capturing the way those characters move, the abilities, the supers, like all that stuff. Like, I mean, filling a, the screen with a giant optic blast or, you know, I like maximum spider like so many of those phrases come to mind when you're thinking of those games and it's become iconic i i enjoyed three and the you know kind of ultimate edition the most recent versions but they don't it, it's not they're not as to me as addictive and solid as as two and and even the, the original um there's just something about those games that captures a certain feel uh to combat so i will always still go back to those i adore them the animated style is just still gorgeous i love it um uh, one of my favorite fighting games of all time awesome awesome let me chime in with one thing because this isn't on my list quick shout out to the character select music in that game the best character oh, select yes. music in any fighting game of all time by far <laughs> not even a contest all right yeah uh, that's way too specific for me yeah, i mean but i'll let you gamers argue that one out <laughs> uh my number four pick is also marvel ultimate alliance um i picked this because this was a highly kind of addictive game but i also picked it i picked a lot of things for significance and this was that first kind of action RPG where Marvel stumbled into that action RPG lane, which, you know, this is the early precursor to everything that has now led to things like Marvel Snap and all that. But this was game changing, no pun intended, like the selection of Marvel characters that you could pick from the shell, the cell shading animation style. All of that was this big jump from what they had done with X-Men Legends. And X-Men Legends 2 was pretty popular. So when that came out and people were like, well, what do you do next? And then you get Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is that concept just right. expanded with so many more Marvel characters and these crazy things. This was like the comic book readers game, mm -hmm. like Marvel game that you got into. And like you said, there's like fights with Fing Fang Foom that something normal, like mainstream people are like, what is going on? And Marvel <laughs> people are like, oh my God, this is great. So the gameplay, the revolutionary kind of way of what they did with that game and kind of the jump from X-Men Legends to this game, which also kind of colors another pick on my list, as you'll see later, made me pick Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And so I think it still holds up and is again even if they kind of replace the classic cell shading and kind of upgrade the graphics is this one's prime for like next gen or even just mobile play like remaster because this one i think would be great on phones these days and stuff like with other people yeah for sure yeah marvel ultimate alliance is my fourth pick all right let's get to the top three Logan, what was your third number three pick? Uh, mine is one Matt has already said, which is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, this <laughs> is the best licensed movie game potentially ever. Uh, I'm trying to think if anything else jumps to mind. Um, and it, there, there is no, like this game. It, it, it's really funny. Uh, you kind of mentioned it, Matt, but like this movie is is bad, but the game is fantastic. Uh, this is just a legitimately phenomenal uh, hack and slash action game. I, I, I still, I still think about the lunge attack in this game. That is the thing that sticks out in my mind the most because it's one thing you know to just kind of let people go crazy in the midst of a bunch of enemies um, and and bash different buttons. But like there was a there was a launch attack you could do in this game where you could jump across long distances and like jump on top of people and start stabbing them while they're in the ground. Yes. It's great, and 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 not only that, but this game was rated M. Like they did not pull any punches with this game. Uh, this is how Insomniac's upcoming Wolverine game needs to be. Like as soon as 
as they kind of announced that they were making that, everybody was like, okay, well, <laughs> you better make it rated M. Like you kind of, if you're going to make a Wolverine game, you have to kind of push the envelope, I think, to really live out that fantasy tied to the character. And they did, they did not pull any punches with this game. Um, again, another great one. I wish it would come back. It won't. Best we're gonna get is the Insomniac game, which I am super excited about. Um, I hope we see more of that soon at some point hopefully in 2024 yeah this was my honorable mention and uh still remains the most expensive uh game fly rental i have ever had because i was playing it when i lived in new york in the first time and it went missing and i've never to this day found it but i keep the envelope on the hopes that one day <laughs> i will find this disc and be able to send it back to gamefly and be like now give me my money back but uh <laughs> it, it, somewhere in my possession is possibly in a, a copy of x-men origins wolverine that i have yet to finish the last third of but uh great game for sure uh matt what was your number three pick uh, so, uh, I am moving to the current era, I mean, more current era, uh, from, from my previous two picks. Marvel Spider-Man is my number three. Um, that is a fan. I mean, look, we, we all, we've been talking about Spider-Man two, right? And obviously Spider-Man two builds on all the success and foundations of the original Spider-Man. So much was done right there. They did story you know they represented the characters well there was a actually engrossing story the stuff they did with like doc ock in that game was fantastic the combat you know we hadn't seen a game in the marvel universe that really had combat that could stand toe to toe with like the batman games and all of a sudden we did and so it's just you know it's defined spider-man combat moving forward right no no game regardless of developer uh every game will be held to that just like every batman game is held to arkham so um fantastic game I have nothing but you know praise about it and uh you know the only reason it's you know not number one is just because uh you know i, I kind of lean towards kofi as far as there were some games that just had bigger impact um for me so uh but but not on the quality so yeah it's my world spider-man number th number three awesome my number three is x-men the and i'm very specific because i was talking to logan before this you have to check like years on video games and make sure yeah. you're very clear because there was an x-men 1993 that was the sega genesis one that was big but i'm talking about x-men 1992 which is the arcade game yeah I have, whole, I have a whole sector of this which is arcade games um i love you modern gamers but like i got i was cut in the days where you had to go into some some pretty dimly lit questionable places with adult men still hanging around <laughs> slap your quarters on games and hope not to get your butt thrashed by a 40 year old man who's done nothing else with his day but stand there with like 20 dollars and quarters practicing mm -hmm. um and so like that's where i had to cut my teeth in malls and private arcades and stuff but this was a major game changer. Uh, I remember when they put this out at the roller rink. Yeah, that's how old I am, at the roller rink in our town. <laughs> and, you know, we were in our final fight bag by then. Like, we were, everybody, you know, Final Fight, Double Dragon, River City Ransom, all these games, the side-scrolling fighter was the game of our day. So when Marvel licensed it, like, they did it, everybody eventually did it, right? You go to any none of barcade these days, the Simpsons game, mm -hmm. yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, and this one are all kind of yep. staples. But this X-Men is arguably the best of the bunch and, and outlasts and kind of outpaces those other ones I mentioned. 
simply because it actually offered you variation. It actually offered you team-based play that made sense with coordinating different abilities, specials, and what each character could do differently. As opposed to The Simpsons where it was like, everybody's just waiting to pick like Marge or Bart who had the longest reach, right? Because, or you want to pick Donatello or Leonardo because they had the longest reach. Whereas Raph and Mikey are more likely to get killed faster. So, you know, X-Men had the different combination of people, abilities, you know, you needed Storm, you needed Wolverine, but you needed those long shots from Cyclops. You needed, you know, Nightcrawler to zip around. Dazzler. Dazzler, like, and like (laughs) the fact that they made different arcade consoles with different numbers of players some of them had like three some of them had four some of them had like all six you know those giant mm-hmm. ones it was an incredible spectacle it brought people together it made you work in coordination with total strangers the music <laughs> and the animation i still remember all the music from that game like when magneto first comes out and like how scary his music is and just fighting all those bosses like blob pyro all those things they were tough bosses you lost quarters on those bosses but not too tough and so the game was like kind of a perfect side scroller and still holds up to this day and in fact we can get up from cb studios right here walk down to our rumpus room and one of the main displays there is still x-men 1992 and i just had like my kids and my nieces in here not too long ago they were just going nuts on that and i was getting to re-educate a whole new generation (laughs) some like you know 30 odd years later so x-men 1992 arcade game is still one of the best games with a marvel branding ever slapped on it so that's my number three pick When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now we're getting to the nitty gritty, top two. This is where you're gonna become a champion or get flamed in the comments. Let's go. Gaming team guy first. Logan, what was your number two pick? I'm cheating. I'm putting two tied. Um, this won't be reflected in the graphics or whatever you're gonna see, but I, I, I Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man 2. I really do think they are equals with one another because Problems that I might have with the first game are things that I like more about the second game, like the combat and everything in the new in the newest game. Uh, everything I talked about before on our main comic book nation episode, everything with the symbiote, Miles's upgraded powers and things like that. All the combat and all the gameplay in Marvel Spider-Man 2 is better. I think I like the story of the first game more. I think I like everything tied to Doc Ock. I think I like seeing the relationship between him and Peter slowly fall apart. Um, I have more issues with the story in the second game. Uh, I don't love how Craven is implemented, but again, these games are both absolutely phenomenal. I am a huge Spider-Man fan. If I was going to give the edge to one of the games though, I think it would be the first one. And that's purely just because kind of like what you mentioned previously is like that kicked off this whole era of like the these new marvel games that we are living with here the marvel's guardians of the galaxy and the avengers avengers isn't good i i, I apologize if that's on your list matt because i know you like that game um, there you 
But th- th- this was like, I remember when this game was revealed and I felt like I was 10 years old. I was so giddy. I was so excited. I went to E3 the year that PlayStation had this game like there to demo for the first time ever. First public hands on. I like almost cried playing it because it was just such this character has been so important to me my whole life. Uh, the games specifically, there are a ton of fantastic Spider-Man games. Spider-Man Web of Shadows, I love. The Ultimate Spider-Man games. Yeah. Maybe another game we might talk about here in a second. Um, Spider-Man and games has always been a huge, huge thing for me. And so just everything around that first game, the way that it made me feel and just that excitement. Like I, I, I'm still in shock that we have a good modern Spider-Man game now because we went through such a lull where it seemed like no one could do anything proper with the character even though spider-man more than perhaps any other any other marvel character for sure is like the most cut out i feel like for a good video game adaptation as we've seen with insomniac's two games um so yeah all of their work on both of those games they're really kind of tied in my mind we'll see if as time goes on if one kind of separates itself from the other um but yeah, the, the, both of those mainline games are fantastic. Sorry to Miles Morales. It's 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 comfortably in, in third for me right now. All right. Okay. Okay. You guys, ooh, I don't know, people, you guys, we have Spider-Man at three and two right now. Okay. Uh, Matt, what was, oh boy, here we go. What's your number two? Pick? No, no, no. I don't think I'm going to piss anybody off with this one. Uh, you two have mentioned it. It's actually a three-way crossover. It is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Okay. Um, that game, uh, you know, that was the last Raven Software Marvel game. Um, and while I adore Civil War as a story, it's actually one of my favorite comic series of all time. Um, and I like some of the innovations there. It was a different studio. Um, and so it just didn't have the same feel uh, while I liked a lot of other stuff. And Marvel Ultimate Alliance just um, captured the characters so well ghost rider dr strange like uh, the the characters you felt like you never really had a chance to really be they they capture the abilities so well the team-based gameplay is fantastic being able to switch between people you always felt like you could you know the the leveling kept up so like you could leave a character idle and then felt like you could still like bring them in later on if you wanted to give someone a try uh there was just so i'm a you know i'm also like an rpg player at heart um and so the rpg elements that are there were so wonderfully implemented um i just think that story like the story itself is just you know an excuse to have all these people together <laughs> so the story wasn't anything realm about the cinematics were fantastic especially mm-hmm. for the time um but the gameplay itself of being these characters phenomenal i will go back to that time and time again and i've played through that several times i want a remake of that and you know it would be awesome to have that someday so yeah that's my second pick did you play through the third one i'm, I'm just curious no because it was only on switch i didn't have a switch okay. um if they ever port it it's not going to happen because that was how that game got funded but like if they ever port it uh somewhere else i will absolutely give it a try also switches on my list of things to get at some point um you know so if uh, if that happens that will be literally the first game i buy it's key when your family starts to boot you out of places you can just say fine <laughs> grab your switch and you just go mobile um all right yeah it's also have they ever made an official tabletop out of ultimate alliance because it is like one of the most tabletopy games i think that I've the ever new, um Hero there Clips? is a new marvel rpg <laughs> that is essentially that in a lot of ways <laughs> so um that one is 
uh actually out now i think it's i think the the like beta of it essentially like where you can do early stuff early access is out i can't remember if it's actually out now or not um but there is a new marvel rpg for you to do that on okay well all right uh my number two pick oh man i just clicked off my list how stupid so my number two pick is the original marvel versus capcom um same deal. So really my favorite in this whole line was X-Men versus Street Fighter, which is yeah. the game that really started it off. And for my money is still the most fun one. But I picked Marvel versus Capcom because again, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you had this thing that was based in the, <laughs> poor X-Men, the X-Men <laughs> testing ground. Uh, and then they just exploded it into a bigger kind of more expansive concept with more Marvel characters. So, like, I love X-Men versus Street Fighter, but I also like being able to get Captain America and Blackheart and Spider-Man. And that was a game when it came out. Uh, I grew up on a college campus. And so, like, middle school through early high school of my, like, lose, like, heaviest geek phase, I spent a lot of time in that arcade room. And that was the game that they put in that was, like, the big new game. And I love that game. I love the range of characters. Like I said, I love the infinity gems and the different powers. And I like Marvel versus Capcom one, because after that, things got a lot more complicated. All these hyper good fighting game people started to get involved. Then it became about like aerial combos and 30 combos. Mm -hmm. Never even get to press a button before you get laid out um, by people who are really good at switching characters, doing juggling combos and all that. But in the beginning, Marvel vs. Capcom 1 is still simplistic enough as like a almost like a more of a Street Fighter game than what Marvel vs. Capcom later became with more of the superhero dynamics. Um, we were just happy to be able to do the down up big jump. Like that was <laughs> that was revolutionary, right? So it was just this perfect kind of encapsulation of simplistic enough fighting gameplay with some fantastical Marvel elements thrown in and still remains one of the most fun things. Like, there's nothing that's ever gonna be more fun to me when you have, like, you're protected by an infinity gem and you're taking some beatings as Iron Man and then you, they think they got you and then you just pull out that huge cannon and just blast somebody all the way across <laughs> the level and out of the frame. Like, Marvel vs. Capcom, just great, great kind of mix of franchises. And uh, yeah, so that's my number two. I have a question for both you and Matt, because I know you guys grew up with these games more than I did. And Matt, maybe you could answer this more because I know this is like a Dreamcast thing, but where is Children of the Atom fit in for all of you guys? Oh man, I oh, loved that wow. game. That was uh, PS2? I think that was, I think that was oh, PS1 that. and I think it was on Dreamcast as well, I believe. That game was fun. It it was I remember playing that and loving it, but that, also oh yeah, no, 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 it wasn't oh, like it was. You're right. I completely blanked. Okay, so Children of the Atom was the first. Then it was X Men mm -hmm. vs Street Fighter, where they brought in the combo, and then it was Marvel vs Capcom. No, Children of the Atom was great too. And yeah, um, yeah ooh, I forgot. I forgot it existed. <laughs> I kept thinking X Men vs Street Fighter was the first one, but no, you're that right. All X Men fighting game was yeah, no. the first one. No, yeah. that's one. Yeah, no, I played a lot of that with Iceman and Psylocke and like all of that. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it had Akuma in it. Oh right. Yes, that was where you first started to do Akuma's like black out the level and like just take somebody out real mm -hmm. fast. Yeah, no, that was great. Omega Red Sentinel. No, I love Children of the Atom. The only reason it's not on here is I forgot it existed. So there you go. Um, I was just curious. How, yeah, no, you, you, yeah, and you got to be Magneto. Yeah, they had a lineup. I think 
I think Children of the Atom might have my favorite character roster out of everybody, because I forgot. Yeah, you could play as a Sentinel, Silver Samurai, Spiral. Oh, Spiral with a different Spiral knives. Spiral was great. Yes, throwing yeah. those different knives. So Children of the Atom is definitely up there. Um, I would, I, you know what? I'm going to cheat too. I, I place Children of the Atom up there and I'll tie it with Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do a retrospective cheat on that. So that's my number two pick. Children of the Atom slash, really, it's just that entire line for me. It was that whole line, Capcom and those fighting games. And the Street Fighter and the MVC yep. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that. So that whole line was, that defined me. I can't believe I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Iceman with a giant ice ball. Yes. Coming down. Oh, the fight mechanics on that were so much fun. Um, all right. So let's go to number one. All right. Quick honorable mentions. Shout out to Spider-Man Web of Shadows, where you can do evil evil things with the symbiote. It's hilarious. Uh, shout out to Ultimate Spider-Man. I love that game because it came out right in the height of the comics there. I love the comics back in the day. And then shout out, you mentioned it before, um, the Sega Genesis X-Men games. I grew up with those. Those were some oh, yeah. of the first games I ever played. The original X-Men game is one of the first games I remember playing as a child. And then X-Men 2, I think the Clone Wars or whatever, where the game would start you off with a random character from the roster and you could just, it was like a hard open into the first level. Yeah. There was no like opening credits or anything. Like you would just hit the reset button and the level would start and you could just keep hitting the reset button there until you got the character that you wanted basically. I remember doing that so often when I was a kid. Both of those games are great on Sega Genesis. My number one, though, is Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire movie adaptation Spider-Man wow. 2. Yeah, this got some confusion in here before we started. It did, because uh, everybody behind the scenes thought I was talking about the newest Spider-Man 2. No, um, movie Spider-Man 2 is my great favorite game. Marvel superhero game ever. Um, this game was revolutionary for me as a as a kid this is the first open world spider-man game ever by comparison i will i will admit like this one being in the number one spot is total nostalgia and total totally just like what this game means to me um because obviously the web slinging and stuff like that is it can't match up to what we've got in the modern games but this is the first time they really just set you loose in new york city gave you some web slinging mechanics and you could uh, and you could go off uh not only that but there's so many great moments in this game as well i think everything with mysterio is fantastic the mysterio boss fight where you run into him in like a convenience store and he's got like three or four bars of health and spider-man just punches him once and all of his health dissipates and he immediately falls over because he's just a total weakling without his illusions or whatever like there's there's a lot of fantastic moments in this game Toby Maguire's voice acting is not one of them, but really, like when I think of open world Spider-Man games, this is still what jumps to my mind. And and like I said before, the reason that like Marvel Spider-Man when I first played it like almost made me want to cry is because this game was so foundational and meant so much to me as a kid. I would come home from school and just not even do any missions or anything. I would just swing around New York City for hours and just like existing within that world and feeling like I had some sort of Spider-Man fantasy to live out on the PlayStation 2 back in the day was just awesome. Um, This game means a lot to me as far as like personal favorite games of all time. This is very, very high up on my list. Um, And yeah, I I, I adore this game. And also like I love Spider-Man 2, the film. Like that's probably one of my favorite five or 10 movies of all time. So it's just a perfect kind of amalgamation of everything here. All right. So we got the graphic up. Why well, can you just, just real quick, just name, 
count off your uh, top five. Yeah, my top five. So number one is Spider-Man 2. Number two is Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man 2 kind of tied there. Number three is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Number four is The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. And number five is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. All right, Matt, let's go to your number one pick and let's see if you're about to crash this whole thing. Go, buddy. I don't... So, uh, mine is X-Men Legends 2 Rise of Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Uh, That is my favorite Marvel game of all time. Uh, Pretty much always will be until we get a remake of that. (laughs) I was really Um, nervous you were going to have Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects somewhere on your list. That was (laughs) the one I was scared. No, I I remember playing that uh, at the time. Uh, But (laughs) no, this one, this was the... campaign for Marvel's Avengers, and I didn't see it anywhere else, I was really terrified you were going to drop that in and start a whole (laughs) Look, if we were just grading on the story mode of that game, that would probably be a contender because that that part's amazing. Um, But uh, no, this one is, you know, Raven Software... Uh, you could tell they were X-Men fans from the first game, but this one just blew the doors off of everything. The the character Ross, uh, as Logan feels for Spider-Man, that is how I am with X-Men. Um, I X-Men are just very, they're, they're my favorite collection of uh, Marvel characters, and they have been for a long time. Uh, Age of Apocalypse is my favorite, probably my favorite story of all time uh, in, in Marvel. So, you know, it's the fact that this caught all of that the being able to like switch between you know bishop and magneto and iceman and gambit and storm and have them all work together and then have apocalypse as the story so you worked in the four horsemen you worked in uh you could even get the age of apocalypse costumes in this game and it was just you know the story was fantastic the combat was great they added all these team dynamics um stuff that you would see in ultimate alliance um you know raven would end up uh moving over uh, to, you know, being purchased by Activision and now they are working on Call of Duty stuff and under that umbrella, you know, moving over to Microsoft now, I would love to see them put back on a franchise, you know, they adored uh, and love to see an X-Men Legends 3. I would love to see what they could do with the all the characters that have joined the lexicon since then. So um, this is will always be one of my favorite games of all time. And uh, this is a solid number one for me. All right. And finishing this up, For me, my number one pick is Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Uh, I picked both as kind of one big set because that's how I played it. I came in late. I wasn't really into Marvel gaming. I had gone first person shooter slash Last of Us for a good portion of the late 2010s. I heard about this and I, it had been since Marvel Spider-Man 2, the 2000 ones, that the 2000s one that I had seen a good Spider-Man game. So I didn't believe it. I was like, I wasn't plugged in or going to the demos or seeing that. I just didn't believe it. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. Another Spider-Man game, open world. This sounds like Spider-Man 2. I don't know. Like, I just don't know. So finally, later, after so much hype and so many awards, when Miles Morales came out, I was like, you know, Spider, Into the Spider-Verse had come out. And I was like, Miles Morales is it for me. Like, I really want to get into this, but, you know, obsessively, I can't play just the second part of the game. I want to play both. So I got Marvel Spider-Man. And like you said, um, the moment I put that in and started moving around and swung around the city, that's all I did for like a month straight. I don't even think I did a lot of the game itself. I went to every hideout, every challenge, everything, and just looked at various places because I lived in New York City for 10 years. And I just went to places. I went to found my apartment like and did stuff like that. And it was just, and again, that was where my son started getting into gaming. He just wanted to watch me 
And like, that's all we would do was just put in a game and he'd sit by me. He was like three. Like he was barely even cognizant enough to know what was going on, but he would just be like, yeah, be Spider-Man. And then like, yeah, just watch me swinging around the city doing flips and stuff, seeing how many crazy aerobatic tricks I can do. And it was just, it made you Spider-Man in the same way that Arkham Asylum, when I first put that in was like, holy shit, I'm Batman. Like, and you just go run wild and then you start thinking like Batman, you start thinking like Spider-Man. And so that was just a great experience. And it also, to do the Miles Morales game on the back of Spider-Verse was bold because you could screw that up when Spider-Verse had so firmly established that character and made him popular. But again, both games are great. I like the stories of both games. They really kind of nail the, more so than any comics or even any movies I've seen, they nail the, the, the kind of yin and yang of being Spider-Man. How much you lose and sacrifice and how much pain and trauma you go through to be this hero that you are. And, and and even in Miles's case, doing a great job of what does it mean to be Spider-Man? So um, the stories and like, yeah, we're talking about combat. I love Arkham combat, but nothing in gaming that I can think of is as precise and well-designed as when you are taking on in the latter parts of those Spider-Man games, entire like armies of people. And what you can do as a Spider-Man to lay out an entire army of people. And when you really get going, like build up those combos, use your gadgets, your combos, and all those in the environments around you to just annihilate people. Like even like high tech squads of guys with like, you know, all kinds of weaponry. They're shooting at you to capture you and electrify you. There's nothing like it. Like you feel like a freaking superhero. <laughs> like, look at this room. I just laid everybody out. And when you get that final slow-mo hit, there's nothing more satisfying when you take down that last enemy. So, yeah, the combat mechanics and all that, second to none. So, my top picks in this same list are these two uh, Spider-Man <laughs> games. And I can't wait to play Spider-Man 2. So, I'm sorry, Matt. I skipped by yours and uh, so we can cut this up later into a short. Uh, let's just get Matt's picks and let him just read off what his top five picks were. Oh, sure. Uh, my top was X-Men Legends 2 Rise of Apocalypse. Uh, my number two was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Number three was Marvel Spider-Man. Number four was Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And number five was X-Men Origins Wolverine. And one more time for me, and I'll go through my top five picks. Uh, my number one pick was Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. And it's Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales kind of Secondary game, my number two pick was Marvel versus Capcom, which, you know, thanks to Logan, I'm tying up there with Mar <laughs> uh, with uh, X-Men Children of the Atom. These are the Capcom fighting games that started with X-Men and expanded to more Marvel characters. My number three pick is the 1992 X-Men arcade game, the side-scrolling fighter with uh, Storm and Dazzler, Wolverine, Cyclops, and uh, Nightcrawler and Colossus. My number four pick is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And my number five pick is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. This has been fun, guys. Thank you for, yeah, cool. for jumping in and how many memories we just unlocked. Can I like, ask bonuses. one question before we go? Oh, yeah, sure. Do you guys think Spider-Man 2 will end up cracking your top fives here? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's debatable. I think it's, it's absolutely going to crack my top five. I mean, if if Spider-Man 2 doesn't knock yeah. off Guardians of the Galaxy, like in my top five, I'd be really surprised. Okay. Um, and that's no shade yeah. to Guardians of the Galaxy. I just am expecting that much from Spider-Man 2. Because just like you said, the novelty of swinging around the city, I want to get in that black suit and see what it was like to go on the darker side of being Peter Parker. And I can't wait for that experience. So 
Check out all of our coverage of Marvel Spider-Man 2 on comicbook.com gaming. Logan and the boys over there are just knocking things out and getting deep into the game. And be sure to check back in a couple days on our Comic Book Nation feed for the full spoilers discussion of Marvel Spider-Man 2. Thank you guys, subscribe and check in because we're gonna be doing a lot more fun episodes, evergreen episodes like this where we debate, rank, and unlock our own memories. So thank you for tuning in. Go out, play Marvel, Spider-Man 2, play a bunch of other Marvel games. We just gave you a great list of things to try if you can find some of them. This is Comic <laughs> yeah, Book real. Nation. If you want to talk to us, you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Matt Aguilar CB. And you can find me just on comicbook.com. <laughs> All right. And we will see you out there, guys. This is Comic Book Nation. We'll see you later. Peace.